we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we, we make him to be out to be a liar and his word is not in us. This year is to be marked by God's light. He is light and in him is no darkness at all. And I, w- I want you to hear this proclamation from John the Apostle. And, and th- this is John who... From, from Scripture, we believe, had a, had a especially close relationship with Jesus. So one we think is, is, is reclining by him at the table at, at uh, what, the Last Supper. Uh, it's, it's one that we believe, too, that, that John is referred to, referring to as the beloved disciple. And so hear John saying, I've walked with him. I, I know his personality. I've eaten meals across from him. I've seen him get in the Pharisees' faces. I've seen him get frustrated. I've seen him weep and just, just wrestle with the, with the pain of unbrokenness of this world that he sees. I know him. I've touched him. And you know what's sweet is the fellowship that I have with him and the fellowship that I have with those who follow him and he says, I want, I want my, what, would make, what would fill me with joy is if you would walk with him. If you would walk with us in following him and know this, this sweetness, this depth of relationship that I have with him. And this is the message. He says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. One of the, one of the, biggest, one of the biggest battles that, that we wrestle with in our relationship with the Lord is clinging to the truth of who God is. Right? It's the, it's the battle, it's the battle that, that Satan, when, when Satan is tempting uh, Eve and, and then uh, is at, through Eve Adam, he's saying, you can't trust God. You can't, you can't believe you can't believe what God says. And 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 John is laying something out that is that is very clear cut. There is no darkness in him. James says there's not even a shadow of turning, of changing in who God is, in his character. And what's what's amazing about the way that God has created us is that even, even in the brokenness and even the blindness of sin that God has created in us. He's, he's written the law in our hearts and, and he's, he's actually given us a sensitivity to darkness and to light. And, uh, and, and when, when, you're, when you're blind, close your eyes, and when you're blind, is it, is it hard to recognize darkness? It actually is. I, I think that there is still, there's still an awareness of, of darkness. But but and maybe it's in the maybe it's in the, the absence of light. There's it's kind of cold. And, and I don't know how else you can tangibly sense darkness if you're blind, other than 
than the, than the coolness or coldness of a lack of light. But if you're, if you're blind and you're, and you're standing in light, if you think, of, think of walking out into the sunlight. You can't see it, but can you, can you feel it? You know it's there. There, there, there is this, there's, God has made us to know, to tangibly experience his presence. And I believe that, that even when we're lost in our sin and we're blind to who Christ is, Scripture says there's a veil that covers our eyes. We're, we're dead in our trespasses and sin. That the Spirit of God, when he comes and, be, and begins opening up our hearts, there is an awareness of God's light that's there even if we don't even know where it's coming from uh, as an unbeliever. And you are a carrier of that light. So when you walk into a room, when you, when you walk into your office, when you walk into your school, you are bringing light. And, and, and one who, there is no darkness at all in him. And when you carry his presence into a place, there is an awareness. There is a tangible awareness of, and when I say tangible, it might not be even conscious in a, in a person, person, but there is an awareness that, that there is light. There's a change in the atmosphere, uh, and there is light. What, is light. what does light bring? When we, when we are walking in the light, what does light bring? Joy. Good. What else? Peace. Truth. Direction. We can see where we're going. What else? Fellowship. Guidance. Fellowship. Okay. There's relationship. Hope. Yeah. There. And and even when we think about when we think about creation and especially things that grow, light is required for life. I want to I want to I want to uh, read uh, one of these verses here. That's kind of it's a little bit it's a little bit hard. But we have but, but I, I think we have to to uh, internalize it and grapple with it for a second. If we say we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Are are those who follow Jesus perfect? Does that mean we're never going to sin if we're followers? Of Jesus? No, that's not what this is saying here. But it is saying that if we, are, if we are choosing to live in darkness, choosing to pursue darkness, and at the same time we say, hey, we're, 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 I'm, I'm following Jesus, I, I love Jesus. There's a discrepancy that's so intense that, that John says it's actually a lie. You're not, if, if you're not walking in the light, then you don't belong. And, and to, to destroy any notion of this is, this is an issue of performance uh, and having to prove uh, that, that you're good enough to be a Christian. Uh, listen to what he says. Whoever says, I know him, but doesn't keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Again, this is strong language. It's a liar if you're, if you're not walking in obedience. Isn't it amazing that, that Jesus, in the, in the way that he lived his life and what he taught, he perfectly married abiding life that comes from faith, and then the walk of obedience and following Jesus. They're together. They're one and the same. And, and John is saying that, that this is true, that following Jesus means obeying His commandments. But whoever keeps His word, this is, this is going on in verse 5, 
In him, truly the love of God is perfected or made whole. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping down to to (laughs) chapter 2. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It applies. Uh, It applies, but that wasn't necessarily where I was going. Uh, So if we walk in the light... As he in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. I'm going to come back to that. Uh, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So, so walking in the light actually allows our sin to come to the surface, right? It, 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 it shows us our sin, but that's not for the purpose of condemning. It's not for, for the purpose of shaming, but, it, but it's for the purpose of what? Cleansing. It's a cleansing work that he does when we, when we walk in the light. we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This place of of confessing our sins, of of letting his light shine in, uh, to do a cleansing work, to, to do a revealing work, that's what the Spirit does, he convicts us. Uh, th- this this journey of allowing him to bring the sin up, to bring our brokenness up, is for the purpose of us acknowledging it, confessing it, and then being forgiven. And and over over the period of of maybe the last six to nine months, you you've probably uh, noticed that this theme of confession of sin is is, is starting to come up over and over, and it's something that that we as a staff and we as leadership are trying to intentionally pursue. Uh, just Again, this is, this is something that, we, that is a, an inherent part of a believer's life, but it's something that we are saying, we really want this to be a part of the culture of our community, of, of walking in authenticity with each other, but also intentionally looking for opportunities uh, on, on a regular basis to confess our sins to God, but then also to each other. Uh, James talks about confess your sins one to another that you may be healed. So there's this place of healing and wholeness that comes when we are walking in the light in fellowship with each other. John talks about in, 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 the, first, in the first few verses of this passage inviting us to have fellowship with them as they pursue Jesus, as they walk in relationship with Jesus as believers. And then there's, there's this uh, invitation to, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. So not only is there, is there a cleansing work in, re, in relationship to walking with him in his light, but there's something that, that is qualitatively being transformed in us that, that allows us to walk in depth of relationship with each other. Uh, and this this word for fellowship can also be uh, translated communion, to be fellow partakers. Uh, there, the, there, there's this there's this joining up together uh, uh, in relationship as we follow the Lord, and, and we're, it's we're marked by it when we walk with the light. And uh, we this is my wife Sarah. Will you come up for a second? There's there's a couple of different kinds of 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 fellowship of.
communion in terms of relationship that, I've, that we can have together as believers. There's the, and this is, this is in the context of marriage, but it can also be just in the context of, of saints. There's the face-to-face communing relationship with each other. And this, this can be marked in marriage by, by walking, you know, being known and opening our hearts up to each other and, and walking as one. But it can also be shared in the context of relationship of sharing meals together, sitting together in each other's home, face-to-face, opening up our hearts to each other. And then there's also a sense of, of, of linking arms and in the, in the context of ministry, of, of loving, of pouring our lives out and loving those around us, both saints uh, that are part of the body and those who, who don't follow Jesus. There's this linking up uh, 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 together in fellowship, being fellow partakers in, in the life that the Lord has called us to live out. And, and I, I just want thanks, babe. I want to I say that would you allow this year to be marked by choosing to step into the light, to walk in the light with the Lord, and choosing to walk in the light with each other, uh, of even to the point of where busyness and the expectations of life that are barriers to this happening, would you be willing? And we're getting ready to uh, to pull out something in, in just a few a few minutes. This is a, this is a uh, an, an evaluation uh, uh, template here for you to walk through different areas of your life and say, Lord, what do you have for this for me? Uh, and if you're married, for our marriage. And if you're a, a family, for our children. What do you have for for us? And it says 2016, but it's going to be, uh, we're, in, we're in 2017, so you can just assume it's talking about this next year, not the past. Um, but, but before we get to that time of, uh, and again, this is, a, this, is gonna, this is probably going to be something, and, and I want to invite you to, to really carve out some time uh, to pray through this, and we're going to leave a little bit of time here at the end of the service for you to begin doing that. But before we get to that, uh, I wanna, uh, we're going to uh, celebrate uh, this, this beginning of the year with communion. And, uh, and so I want to invite the, uh, Dan to come up and, and those of you who are serving communion to go ahead and prepare and come forward. And as we, as we celebrate the Lord's Supper together, I want, I want you to, to think about this, not just in terms of um, this, is, this is something sacred that we do, and, and it, it, it can be uh, sort of ritualistic, but, but I want you to think of it in terms of this is actually us Turning. This is a posturing of our hearts, turning towards the light. This is a, a, an actual, tangible way that we're coming together and celebrating the Lord's broken body, His shed blood in communion with Him and with each other. This is walking in the light together. And, and part, of, part of walking in the light is, is relational, and part of it is actually choosing to, to be, to your, where, where your actual mind and your person is, where the light is. And, and as you look back on 2016, if there's places where, as, as the Spirit of God, uh, you know, uh, as, you, as you process with the Lord, you're like, you know what? There's some tangible darkness in this area, and, and where, maybe an area where I've been hanging out, maybe a place that I, that I go to, to 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 rest or for entertainment. Maybe it's a, a group of people that I hang out with. Just if there's if there's areas where you're where the Spirit of God says, you know what, 
this isn't, this isn't light. Let, let him convict you of those places and confess, repent, and be cleansed. Because he's inviting us to walk in the light. And if you don't know the Lord, man, following, following Jesus is pretty, pretty simple. It's saying, yes, I'll, I'll walk in the light. I'll open up my heart, and I'll, I'll, I'll make you the center. Of, of, and Revelation even says that there's not a need for a son in, in, in eternity, in the new heaven and new earth, because God is the light. He's the light. So he's, he's our center. So there's an invitation. Uh, and and uh, you come, out, come out the right side and then, and then circle back into the left, uh, row by row. Grab, grab the elements and then we'll take together. Uh, so, Lord, we, we do celebrate you. We celebrate the life and the light that we have in you. And, uh, Lord, as we, as we take of your broken body and of your shed blood, we rejoice that in the light there is wholeness, there's healing, there's unity. Lord Jesus, and we, we, we say we desire this, this year to be marked by your light by your life. We celebrate that with you and we celebrate that with each other. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to invite you to come, take the elements and then take them back to your seat.
In chapter 2, John goes on to write, he says, My little children, I'm writing these things so that you do not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation, that's the satisfying of God's wrath for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Jesus, we rejoice in you as our light. Uh, You who actually were made sin for us that we might be called your righteousness. Lord, we rejoice that that we, as, as your followers, are called children of light. Thank you, God, for rescuing us from darkness and making us your children. Lord, we celebrate your victory. We celebrate your life as your children and as brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name. So for these last few minutes, I want you to to just become acquainted with with this little worksheet. And one thing that that I wrestle with personally a little bit with with goals, uh, especially in in terms of of the new new year, is I I think, man, if I set all these goals, I know I'm probably not going to make all of them, and then I'm going to feel like a failure. And this this isn't necessarily... This isn't a New Year's resolution where you're saying, in my own power, I'm going to do all these things. But this is an invitation to, the, to say, Lord, would you shepherd me in processing what this New Year is going to bring and in, in prioritizing my life or our life right now. So this is, this is, this is inviting the Lord to be a part of, of establishing priorities for the coming year. And uh, I, w- I would encourage you to, uh, if, you're, if you are married, to talk through each one of these points with your spouse after you've had some time to process with the Lord individually. Uh, and, and also, if you have children, to, to pray through these points for each of your children. And, and that, that, that could require a, a decent amount of time, right? And, and, and that's okay. But as, in this next week or two, at the beginning of the year, I want to invite you to set aside uh, some time uh, to do that. And, uh, and then lastly, I would encourage you to share what the Lord is, is doing in you as, as an individual or as a family with others. So whether that's the uh, family uh, or faith groups are a, are a perfect setting for you to share, hey, this is something the Lord is calling me to or is speaking to me for the coming year, having other people over and just sharing, hey, what's the Lord doing in you uh, uh, in, this, in this new year? Uh, and then sharing uh, what the Lord, as part, as part of walking in the light, right? Fellowship with each other, is, is sharing what the Lord is, is doing in you. Um, all right, so we have about five minutes. I'm going to leave you to, to begin uh, to processing through and, and looking over this. Um, one, other, one other specific point that I wanted to make, and the, 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 the front is open for ministry too, if you need prayer for something. It doesn't have to be what, I, what I'm going to share specifically but uh, one, of, one of the places that walking in the light uh, 
it actually forces us to, to forgive. And when I force, it's a, when I say force, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a power. It's a, it's a beautiful power. But as God is calling us to walk in the light, I feel like there, the, it, here today there might be some areas where you've been wounded or hurt, and the Lord is actually calling you to to forgive. And this is this is in His presence. This is with Him, uh, the person who has hurt you, the people who have hurt you. And uh, I just want to say, there's freedom in walking in the light, and there's freedom in forgiveness, and the Lord wants to walk that through with you. Um, this is a time to this is a time to take a tangible step towards forgiveness, and I would love to pray with you and, and process through with you uh, if that's something that you feel like would be a, a gift to you, a blessing to you. So.